Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your host. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us on the show, we have Jenny Chen of Anytime Fitness coming to you from Woodley in the United Kingdom. Jenny, how are you? What's going on? I'm fine. Thank you. Everything's all right. And you, Joe, how are you? I am... I am very, very good. I'm excited to to hear your experience as a business owner, especially in the fitness space, Jenny. For those who aren't familiar with, with you or aren't familiar with your gym, give us a little bit of a description of, of how you describe Anytime Fitness Woodley. I think, yeah, I'm running this business like six years old, uh, six years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially it's hard time from COVID. Yeah, everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. And the UK, we closed nine months of gym. It's, it's a business up and down. Now it's picking up. So I'm fully, fully engaged in this business. And hopefully everything recover, like turn over everything, go back before the COVID time. Yeah. yeah. Big differences between before and after yes. COVID, especially yes. in our space. But tell us even earlier than that, Jenny, how this business got started. What made you want to open an Anytime Fitness in England? Okay. I come here and uh, I had, uh, yeah, five, maybe four, five, six years uh, as housewife. So I looked in the night and I want to do something I can have my own time also I can run the business. So I looked around at last I chose the Anytime Fitness. And actually I think I did a very right decision. I'm very pleased with this business because I can manage my own life with my family, with my personal life, also can run the business. And uh, yeah, that is, uh, yeah, I just did the internet searching. I joined the exhibition and uh, I looked the profile. This is a worldwide uh, franchise. So I'm confident. I'm very happy. Yeah. yeah. And it's been six years. Six years. Yeah. yeah. So we've been doing this for quite some time. And so like you said, we have experience before COVID and we have experience after COVID. Tell me... What do you think the biggest difference is operating a gym now compared to operating a gym before COVID? I think, um, yeah, the lifestyle, people's lifestyle really changed because in UK, lots of people before they go to office work, now most people work at home. So, you know, so this is one thing. Second thing is, uh, I think people care more about cleaning of, of equipment, like, cleaning now and also mm-hmm. call their own house. Some people wanted to make a routine because during the COVID time, they stopped working and stopped going to gym. So some some of my members really push themselves, uh, come gym three, four times a week, become a routine. And um, what other thing, of course, on the downside is, uh, for my view, is uh, the UK inflation hit a lot. So yeah. because the life of living is increased, you know, the food cost, petrol, everything price go up. This is yeah. the downside. It's hit business. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and you have experience running other businesses besides a gym. 
previous to owning a gym, you were running a, a cleaning service, correct? Yeah. What is the biggest difference between the two of those? How is, how do you compare the cleaning service and the business that you ran there to the gym and the fitness industry in general? Oh, it is very different. I think um, cleaning business, uh, cleaning business is more, you know, like label. Basically, you you know, you have the staff to do the job, but the gym business, I mainly, I I don't need to recruit lots of people, but I can get uh, over thousands members. You know, it's this this is one thing different. And uh, also this 24 hours gym, DD, I think profit there, this business much, much better. And this business also involve more management, like also management also the, I think I learned a lot of things from this business, from the, of how to run in the business. Yes, I learned yeah. a lot, yeah. In the six years that you've, been doing this Jenny what's been your favorite part about owning a gym and what's been the most difficult part about owning a gym I think the favorite part is I'm very happy as I said I can manage my own time look after my two boys and look after my family myself I mean my time flexible this is I'm very happy and also can earn reasonable money I'm happy with that but the downside is of course, running a business is not easy. When you got a staff issue, there are some issues and uh, coming out, and uh, you have to. You also have to involve more. You maybe you need to work more, and uh, yeah, and I don't really don't know. Also, like uh, COVID time during this, this uh, let's say nine months closed down, how you manage the financially this kind of thing. This all. Everything involved. Also thinking about, um, I really don't know how to answer this question about downsides. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, no, it's okay. And, and so I just suddenly couldn't come out from my head. I'm so sorry. It's really all right. And so the the oh, ability to manage your thing. own schedule. Go there, ahead. there is one thing I, I realized. There, there is very important for me. Very hard to dealing is because I I grew up in in China like 24 years. I feel the culture, the expectation, the working value is very different. For me, I feel I feel quite difficult. I, I, I'm trying to trying to accept this country that people, you know, because Asian people very different expectation with uh, less English people, you know. So for me, sometimes I'm very hard to dealing with stuff, communication, you know, mm -hmm. or expectation. I think it's it's a bit hard. I'm still learning. And uh, yeah, I think maybe I'm I'm Chinese. I'm very direct, but I think English sometimes the way how you speak, you know, you you can you you can run to to reach the point of very direct. Yes. So sometimes yes. I'm a little bit rush maybe to stop. And and yeah, that that thing is a culture thing. It's quite hard for me. Yeah, I completely understand, and and that's something that we deal with in the United States as well. So don't think that it's just limited to England. Culturally, you found it challenging with the language barrier, with the culture barrier. Yeah. But like you said, you're learning. I think the best business owners are constantly learning in, in yeah. one way or another. There's always something that we can improve on. For you, Jenny, so many people listen to our podcast just to hear about 
how to find new members, how we can get more members into the gym. What have you found that has been successful for you to get new members in your gym? Uh, there are many channels of now the social media are very powerful. This is one one part of this, but also I think if you got the current member who had very good experience with your gym, they like to refer your friends or families come. I think this is also a very big portion of I got new members join. Yeah, this is yeah, for my view, it's like that. Yeah. Okay. And so what we what we term as referrals or word of yeah. mouth has been a big driver. And you mentioned social media as well is that more or less we're we're posting videos or posting pictures or do you mean that we've put money into advertising on no what our what our business we are trying to do more organic pictures like day, daily what happened in our gym floor or our business and we just post on our social media yeah okay. yeah yeah. Do you think that you will advertise at any point in the future? We do, we do, but not not frequently. We do. I see. Yeah, okay. just, I think social media make people maybe aware the brand and location. Maybe try let people try to do the free trial, try to get in the business, and uh, yeah, that's the main goal. Yeah. Okay. After that, we've got hypothetically someone that is interested in joining the gym. Tell me about what happens for that person to actually sign up. How does someone join your gym? Um, what we do is we offer them free trial. Mm -hmm. And uh, once they, they, they have experienced free trial, we show them gym all equipment. And uh, we told, tell them what our options membership. And they join. And we also tell them and we have a free well-being plan. Like uh, we offer two times free well-being plan with our PT free consultation. Tell our PT what's your goal so they can make like you know plan for you also mm -hmm. review after one month. Uh, this is all free consultation. Of course, okay. um, I think yeah, this is the main thing. And if the some people don't understand, like say don't use the equipment properly, we always reach them, maybe give them a little bit of guidance, this kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And so the member is, or the the hopeful member is meeting with one of the trainers to go down, sit, talk about your goals, potentially show them how to use equipment. And then we meet again one month later. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. It's like follow up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that that has been helpful for your team and your business to sell more personal training, having that second follow-up? I think uh, this is only part, not mainly really helpful because I think to be honest with you, personal trainers still cost a lot per hour. Mm -hmm. For some people, simply quite not very cheap, you know? Yeah. So the usually people who want to pay the personal trainer really want to achieve something. They really want to do it they will pay. So you usually go with personal trainer for three, four months, some always going. So they will come gym once or twice a week with PT and mm -hmm. they do sessions. So that they, they will get the result faster than people who just training by yeah. themselves. And Most, the business yeah. does better because you're yeah. collecting more money, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so after that, the person, the member is signed up, Jenny. What do you focus on to make sure that they stay a member 
as long as possible? How do we retain? Okay, what we do is we have the follow call. So after people join, we will, let's say after two, three weeks, we will give them a call, ask, how are you? How is your journey? Is there any extra support? And are you coming? Because some people just choice and come. <laughs> so yeah, we, we always follow call after few weeks or after one month, two months, or even six months. And all we even send automatically, they can receive the message. For example, some member didn't come. Let's see, just for example, for let's say uh, two weeks, two months didn't come. Suddenly they come, the system understand they come, they will also send message, oh, you, you finally come here and uh, try, you know, just try to push them, keep going on. This all automatic message will send as well. So I think this is one way to encourage members keeping coming here. Yep. And so we're we're getting in touch, we're reaching out to them, we're communicating to making sure that they're actually using the gym. That's helped to keep them around. Jenny, our conversation, all we've talked about is how you got started and how it looks today. Tell me about the future. What do you want to see? What's your goal for this business for Anytime Fitness Woodley? I really would, at the moment, my goal is I want to reach the turnover and the member, number members before the COVID. I mean, now I'm not very far, but I still, still a little bit missing. How I, many was moment, it before? Yeah, before I was quite well, before was good. So I really would like that turnover as well. Okay. So that's my so getting goal. Getting back to those numbers. Yes. After you reach that, we get back to 2019 or 2020 membership numbers. Where do you want to go from there? I think from there, uh, at the moment, I, I'm not really thinking to open another club, to be honest okay. with you. The okay. reason is, I think at the moment, the UK is... Uh, everything costs so expensive. For example, now, before I set up this business, cost me half a million. Now, maybe 800,000. So costs a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, I think there are some highly competition as well. Let's say low budget gym, like pure gym or the gym. And uh, so you need to be more careful because of, let's say six years ago, there wasn't so many competitors. Now there are more competitors. So yeah. I think, how we stand up, how we compete with compete. That is, uh, that is, uh, that is strategy, how we can win this market. Yeah. Yeah. We need two things, two things that I hear. One, the economy overall. Yeah. In the UK, things are expensive. <laughs> yeah. Things are expensive globally, but things are expensive even more so in the UK. And two, there's a greater number of competitors yeah. now compared to when you opened. You said, we need to to differentiate or to to win the market what do you think needs to happen what are you focusing on to make I sure that anytime fitness woodley is different than those others um for me i focus on cleaning as for me cleaning is the most important thing for the gym and um, yes cleaning actually sounds like very little job actually it's very hard i feel because mm -hmm. you have to be consistent this thing, the same standard always, you know, that is hard thing, as I think. And also, second thing is provide very good service. Also, as I said, like a well-being plan, maybe 
call members, you know, support members, and uh, talk, just try to make make friendship in the gym floor, you know, always say hello and how are you or when you leave, goodbye, you know, just a little bit of friendship with our members. And uh, what other things? I offer some even free. For example, I offer Thursday, Friday free coffee and some chocolate, some drinks. And we offer Saturday free food. And uh, yeah, this is the main thing I'm trying to focus on. Also, what other things? Uh, because my my gym opened six years, so I'm going to change some new equipment, update new equipment. So get rid of a little bit of old machine. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jenny, that's a that's a good place for us to begin to end our conversation. But I want to at least give you the chance to tell people where they could learn a little bit more about Anytime Fitness Woodley. Do we have a website? What are the social media links? How can people find your gym? Oh, you just search the um, Anytime Fitness in UK. Then you found a gym, just location, search Woodley, W-O-O-D-L-E-Y. You will find it out. Perfect. So everyone listening, connect with Jenny and her team. Jenny, this has been so much fun. I really appreciate your your willingness to share your experience and talk about what it means to own a gym in your perspective. I'm excited to see what the future holds for you. And it sounds like you still are, are actively trying to grow this thing. So I appreciate your time and I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you very much, Joe. Of course, to everyone who tuned in, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you would like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business, click the link in the description, fill it out, our team will be in touch. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Emily. And joining us on the show is Nicole from Club Pilates out of Georgia. How are you doing, Nicole? I'm doing great today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for asking. So before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you guys have going on at Club Pilates, tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and what made you want to start your gym in the first place? Um... Well, I started because my background was occupational therapy, and I was in pediatrics for about 20 years. Um, I have a specialized uh, certification for movement disorders, and I was ready to just move out of medicine, per se, um, and do something different. So after looking at a, um, I thought about doing a rehab clinic, and that just wasn't something that was going to be fiscally um good for my family. So I looked at, you know, other ideas and um, other franchises. And I came across Club Pilates, which was a fabulous fit because 
not only did it have four different streams of revenue, um, which was important to me because as we know in the fitness world, the more um, resources you have and opportunities, the better you are to pivot, um, especially with all the stuff that we've gone on with the pandemic. Um, and then I had a um, experience with Pilates um, previously 20 years ago, had done Pilates and I stopped just because it wasn't logistically possible to get there at the times I needed. And, you know, it got to be very expensive. Um, and so, you know, Club Pilates just opened, um, offered a great opportunity to um, really use my rehab skills and also um, do the gym and fitness part that I really loved. So I want to kind of cycle back to what you said about the four different streams of revenue within the gym. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what are those? If I, you know, if you could talk about Sure. That. So we have memberships. We are a membership-based facility. You can do drop-ins, but of course, membership makes it more economical. You are able to get priority booking, those kind of things. Um, so we have membership. We have retail sales. Um, so clothing, you know, wearing your um, branded gear, which is great advertising. Um, you know, so you've got a walking billboard. Um, we have instructor training. So we, um, as Club Pilates, all of our instructors are comprehensively trained. So that's about a 500 hour uh, certification. Um, so Club Pilates did a great job of helping the industry by bringing a um, education system that gets you comprehensively trained on all of the equipment without having to wait years. Traditionally, Pilates would be, you would get one certification on reformer and then it would be a year and a half and then it would be um, the chair and then so on and so forth. So that we also do instructor training. And then the final one would be private training. That's a final revenue stream. So that would be someone who either wants to figure out how to level up their practice and get more out of their classes. Um, it could be somebody who's coming out of physical therapy and has used all of their benefits for physical therapy and then, you know, wants to, needs more um, exercise, but needs it in a, you know, somebody watching them and making sure they're safe. Um, and then we also offer semi-private training, which is great for, we have a couple that is, um, they come and they train and come three times a week and he's 80 and she's 75. And, you know, it's amazing to see their mobility, how they, um, you know, they'll get up from, um, you know, sitting down and they just get up and take off where as, you know, some people that I see just kind of have to get up, stand up and wait a minute and they're like, get everything shifted and then they start moving. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Those are my goals when I get like 75, 80 years old. Yeah. I've <laughs> been able to move like um 30, I guess. Yes. <laughs> so question for you. We talked a little bit about this before we actually went live and on the air. How did you end up? Well, eventually like you were kind of looking at all different industries, lots of different Correct. industries. What Correct. were some of those different industries you were thinking about? And ultimately, why did you decide to go with a club Pilates in the fitness industry? Um, well, I knew I probably wanted to do a franchise because um, I wanted the support of um, running a business, knowing marketing and um, business planning and um, social media and all that piece. So I looked at everything from food services to um, I also looked at um, crime scene cleanup. Um, and you know, there were lots of things that were very profitable, but at the end of the day, I knew that if somebody called in sick, I was going to be the one that would need to do it. So like I said, crime scene cleanup wouldn't be something that would be, um, I'd be well suited for. 
Um, and you know, fitness, um, I just really loved Pilates because Pilates is not even just, um, fitness, but it's also rehabilitative. And so coming from my rehab background as an occupational therapist, it was just like the perfect marriage of, um, my interests and loves and passions. Yeah. I think that's really cool. So from what I'm learning more about your story, as you're talking, like you wanted something that was obviously going to provide like a good living for your family. Correct. Right. So you saw, I guess, like the possibility of like how profitable Correct. a gym could be? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, kind of walk us around your like thought process to that, mainly because I talked to a lot of people who don't necessarily see that at, at first. Like they're like, you know, they care about their clients. So they're like, you know, I'm not really in this for the money, but I believe that you can make money in this industry. Yes. And, and I can completely understand. Um, and that's why it's good to have a manager who's kind of that other person who is the one who is, um, doesn't have the emotional connection. who can say, this is the price. It is what it is, you know, um, because you really have to con um, consider, depending if you have employees or contractors, you know, you may have workers comp, um, unemployment insurance, liability insurance, um, utilities, all of those things play into it. So really seeing what is your um, break even point. And right. then from there saying, OK, here's my break even point and I want to grow by X amount, you know. And then how do you increase your revenue by, you know, is it more private? Is it more training? Is it, you know, doing some kind of contest where people want to upsell because they want to come more often to your gym? Or, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different things you can do and think about. It just depends what arena you're in. Yeah. So with the support that you have from HQ and um, corporate, do you have freedom to kind of pick like the prices or do they just provide you with all that upfront? Um, there are different tiers of pricing based on where you are in the United States, Canada, the world. We're global. Um, and it's basically looking at the economy around you. So obviously, if you're in an area and it's looking at what else is fitness in the area, you know, they're not going to try to drive prices up, but they're also not going to try. They're trying to uh, they're not going to make things, you know, bottom level either. So we're looking at what is the market um you know, what is the market force, basically? Um, and then from there, we have the ability to decide, you know, if they're corporate or quarterly um, promotions, we can decide, do we want to be um, a location that participates in that promotion or not? Um, so sometimes it may be no enrollment fee, a reduced enrollment free fee. Um, one month is 20% off or, you know, three months are 10% off. Um, those are good to get people in the door. You, you also want to really... Um, sell your product and, and be proud of it. Um, you want that person who values what it is um, and sees the value and, you know, budgets that money to come and see you. Um, you, I, I see that when we go um, for the person who's um, budget driven, that is more trying to get the best cost or whatever, those people are not my long-term people. They're just in for the, the deal at the time and they're just not as committed. Um, because, you know, money is our commitment and our kind of um, accountability partner in a way, because, you know, when you pay money for it and it, it may be something that is um, a sacrifice, you're like, okay, I'm really going to do this and I'm committed to it. I'm going to do everything I can with this. Where if it's, there's, if it's no money or if it's low, you're like, well, that's okay if I don't go today. You know, that's maybe yeah. a $10 no-show fee or it didn't cost me anything. So that's, um, you just really have to be proud of your product. 
um, and be look at the market forces and you know be competent in it and show what it benefits. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, with the the support, like, do they train you in sales, or is that something that you already came in like confident about? Um, a little both. Okay. Uh, so Club Pilates is excellent in the aspect um, that they have a sales cadence. So it's when a lead comes into our system, you know, how do we contact them? Is it text, email, phone call um, on? Is, is it day one, day three, day five, so forth? So that A, we can track it. We can see um, our return on investment if it's a, something that's been generated from digital marketing or something that's been um, like a, a fitness fun run or whatever it is. Um, and then also we have a kind of a sales pitch and the aspect of telling people like our like an elevator pitch. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course we talk about how to overcome objections. Um, a lot of it is um, role-playing and corporate has been really great. They have started a program that once a week we get on with the area manager and we role-play. Um, and it's other GMs, owners, and it's really that role play that makes the biggest difference. Um, mm -hmm. You feel kind of silly uh, because you're like, well, would this really work? But the more that we can train our staff to role play all of the difficult situations, they already have the, then they have that script. And so when that person comes in, who's maybe a little prickly or, you know, maybe a difficult sell, they're like, oh, wait a minute, I did this. I've already done this. What did I say? So it just gives them the confidence, especially those people who may be more introverted, um, who may not be one of those quick thinkers and that they need um, kind of a script. But it also is authentic because you've already role played it. You're not just repeating words that somebody's given you. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so what is the most common objection that you guys see? Um, I have to ask my husband is one. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's price. Um, schedule is mm -hmm. one. Those are usually the top three yeah. that we hear. Um, we really try to, the way our sales process is, we are trying to get in contact with the people before they show up in our studio to try our complimentary class. So we already want to know everything about you. We want to know what's your goal um, to come. Why are you coming? you know, um, what is your, you know, what membership level might be appropriate based on what we need. So we've got to talk to you and say, do you have an injury? Um, and of course, open-ended questions, you know, we don't want yes or no, but, you know, we want to know what your dog's name is. If that's important to you and you walk your dog, we want to know that. And, you know, do you walk on a, um, a hiking trail or is it, you know, something that's in your um, paved? So we really want to know all those things. So when you come in, we're like, oh, hey, Susie, how's your dog doing? you know, or things like that. And that really makes a difference. And a great example is um, we had a girl that wanted to come into one of our studios and she had social anxiety. And um, the girl at our front desk kept, you know, texting her and, you know, emailing and she called and finally the girl texted back and said, I have horrible social anxiety. I don't feel comfortable talking on the phone. And so, which was something that was surprising. I'm like, you know, you've signed up for a group fitness class. So, <laughs> What, you know, where, where, what drove you to that? So it was really great because the staff member said, texted back and it was like, Hey, I get it. I have social anxiety too. You know, I'm going to be here when you come in your class, this is what you're going to expect. Um, and, you know, she said, can I just talk to you? So I don't have to send you this whole book over text, 
But she called her and they, you know, she said, this is exactly what's going to happen from the moment you walk in the door. Everything from you're going to come over the threshold, turn to the left and you'll see the front desk. I will be standing here. You're going to need grip socks. You can buy them or we have or you can bring them. You know, it's every single thing from the moment that person walked in the door so that when she was there, she had an um, an expectation. Mm -hmm. and knew that there weren't going to be a ton of surprises. So that you know, alleviated the anxiety. And then, of course, you know, we told her that you know, your names were going to be written on the mirror so you'll know which reformer is yours. Um, you know, we talked her through the class. So um, she wound up, I don't think she bought a membership. She wanted to do some drop-ins first to just feel if that was the right for her. And that's totally fine. I mean, I think it's a win because, A, she didn't leave. Well, A, she showed up. B, she didn't leave, and C, she's going to do drop-ins. We've already got her scheduled. So, um, and we're calling to follow up to say, you know, how was it? Is it something, you know, what can we do? Because um, ideally, you know, we want to sell memberships and, and and have a business, but I don't want, we also want to give people, um, you know, advocacy, agency for themselves, that they are empowered. And that's what it is. I mean, fitness is about being wealth and, you know, health and wellness, but also empowerment. Like, what can you do to make yourself feel better and, you know, go through life feeling better in a more functional way? Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more on that point <laughs> there. So let's talk a little bit about what the future. Also, we forgot to mention that you do own, I'm not sure if you mentioned it, but you own more than one location, right? Correct. So Correct. What does the future look like for I guess, all of your gyms collectively? Like, are you guys in a phase where you're growing? Um, where do you want to be a year from now in 2024? Well, it's kind of funny because we started out with one. I was the guinea pig. Um, and then my husband saw, wow, this is doing really well. I like how I like this. So he bought his gym um, uh, studio and we opened it about four months before um, COVID. And so we weathered all that. And then we picked up a third one location um, from a former owner who just uh, just all the difficulties with COVID was just too much for them. And they were ready to move on the next level of life. So we were kind of atypical in that we didn't purchase three of the franchises at once. We kind of did one at a, at a time. So um, for us, I, I would see us whatever opportunity there is. You know, I'm not actively like beating down doors, but I am actively looking of, what territory might be open or what location somebody wants to move on to the next phase of life. So that's not unusual. Um, so that's kind of where growth is. I think studio-wise, um, system-wise growth, I really want to focus on staff development um, because with COVID, we just didn't come together. Or if we did come, you know, I was hesitant to even come together in a, um, you know, restrictive way because then it was cold and flu season. And so then you've infected your entire staff who can't work now. Mm -hmm. So you were just, it was kind of um, making sure that everybody was safe. So now it's all about team building. Um, that's really something that I think has been lost and not something that is a growth area for me. I'm really trying to look at ways that are team building, but in a way I have people that are high school kids that help out the front desk all the way to people who are, you know, 70 and retired. And this is a second career. So finding what is team building. So it's not silly, but also not too dry as well. Um, yeah. in that aspect, um, and, you know, building the team and having that camaraderie and then developing skills, you know, for training our front desk staff, um, how to deal with, 
some difficult personalities. Um, I think now is especially challenging for customer service. You know, it's you want to validate what people are saying um, and be like, I hear you. Um, and at the same time, realize that if they're having an, an issue, it may not be with your gem. It may be that you're just the icing on the cake. They just didn't like what you had to say. And they had had a crappy day, everything after that. And you're just getting the brunt of it, which is hard because you're kind of like, um, you want to make sure that you don't take it on. And that's, I think, the hardest for a gem owner is being able not to take on criticism and any negative things that people say, because it's your baby. You know, you've had an idea and you've birthed it and you've gone through all these growing pains and now someone's like not happy with it. It's almost like criticizing your child. And you're like, what, you yeah. know, I've done everything, but, you know, bleed here. And, you know, I'm just, you know, to, to keep it alive. So um, that is a real challenge. Yeah. So really over the next year for you is about like developing the team of the instructors mm -hmm. and the staff that you have. Yes. And then helping your instructors um, develop next level skills, you know, keeping it interesting, using different pieces of equipment in to do the same exercise. You know, how can you do squats on 30 different pieces of equipment in variety? So really just um, keeping that creativity um, so that people just don't come in, teach a class, you know, and then leave because that that doesn't feel good either. Um so just really keeping the creativity and the fun in it because fitness needs to be fun. Yeah, that's very true. I agree with you on that one as well. So one more question before we wrap things up here. Tell our listeners, well, give yourself one piece of advice that you needed to hear before you decided to start your club Pilates. Um, I think the, the best advice for me would have been even if you do everything you possibly can, things will go wrong. Um, learn to pivot and don't take it personally. It wasn't because something turned out not the way you wanted. It wasn't a lack of prep pre preparation or execution. It just could be their factors that you had no idea would ever happen. And just give yourself kindness and compassion. All righty. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us, Nicole. Um, before we sign out, please tell our listeners where they can find you. We are located in Marietta, Georgia, outside of um, Atlanta. So you can find our locations um, at clubpilates.com um, forward slash um, Marietta. Basically, we're at West Cobb, East Cobb, and Merchants Walk. So hope to see you guys there. Alrighty, well, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast and looking forward to seeing what you guys are going to be able to accomplish down the road. Thank so, you so much for having me. I enjoyed it. You're welcome. To everybody who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if y'all want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lowers. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, 
or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host today, Adam, and today with me is Miss Teresa with Board 30 out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Teresa, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Thank you for asking. It's nice. It's almost that time of day to, to finish up and snuggle with the pups, but uh, it's been great nonetheless. So um, appreciate you hopping on and getting to hear your perspective and all the things that you've done. So what I'll do is I'll go ahead and open it up to you. Go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, how you got into board 30 and, you know, all the experiences with that. Okay. Thank you for having me. Like I said, um, my name is Teresa Rudolph from Fort Collins. I love fitness my whole life. I grew up dancing. Um, movement is my life. Um, then I became a big runner, a triathlon, climbing mountains, 14ers. And then I got my degree in kinesiology and business. And then I moved on into personal training. I was a personal trainer 25 years at a club called Fort Collins Club. And I loved it. Loved it. Did group training, um, personal training, did it all at the club, whatever they needed. And then I just got antsy and we had some extra money and wanted to open up, me and my husband wanted to open up um, something of our own because my family's very athletic. He was a, played for Dallas football. My kids are all in sports. So we thought, oh, how fun, a fitness center. So we looked at all the license, like the Orange Theories and all this, all the typical core power, et cetera, F45s but it didn't resonate with me. So then all of a sudden this board 30 pops up and it had just gone onto the franchise list. So I'm like, wow, that's interesting because when I was a trainer, I would use resistant bands all the time. Those are my favorite. Love them. Mm-hmm. These are on the joints, <laughs> excuse me. And so this is, it was all resistant bands. If you go to the website board 30, fortcollins.com or board 30 global you'll see what i'm talking about the bands are at all different anchors they're from the ceiling and then we the reason it's called board 30 is because it's on a board and it has ankle straps and two handle bands in the front so you can move sideways lateral you can do it all work every muscle intricate muscle so i'm looking at the franchise and i'm like that's it so my husband gets a hold of the CEO, which is Flurry Mahoney, and she talks to him and she gets our information. She was very particular on who she wanted to franchise. So she told me to try it up at Bell. They had a small room up there with just the boards, not the sky bands. So I went up there and tried it and I wasn't impressed. It was small boards on kind of just right next to each other. And it was 15 minute workout. I wasn't impressed. So she's like, come down to Santa Fe, to my studio. So me and my husband pack up, go down there and fell in love with it. 
So we got certified and then I stayed a week extra and I got master trainer to where I can train other people and came back to Fort Collins and that was it. We just dove in. We started it out in my garage because we did not have a place yet to go. So I had to come up with the instructors and being a trainer here, I knew exactly who I wanted. So I trained seven to start with, six or seven. And in my garage, like I said, we built out the sky bands and then the boards. And then we have wall bands on the side. So it was a blast and we couldn't fit that many in there, but it was a big enough garage that that's how we started. And so my neighbor kept walking back. We had an open garage and he would walk back and forth and he had the spot for us that he was building. It's called the exchange. And so we went to look at the spot and it was what I needed, just a gut out room. So then we designed it, opened it December 9th, 2017. And that was history. And now it's history. Here we are. So yeah, it's been a learning experience for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But a fun one. Maybe some of the It's been fun. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate that. Appreciate that story. Um, yeah. You know, so, you know, with, with your facility, you know, like how big is it and how many members roughly do you, you know, service or get to teach? It's 1,500 square feet. So okay. I have, I can fit 12 boards on it. So we have about 150 members. And I can teach 10 at a time, 10 to, well, COVID, I, that really broke down. So yeah. now I just like 10, you have a little bit more space, um, 10 to 12. But with that said, I've had 20 people in here, like 10 people on the wall, 10 people on the sky bands, 10 people on the board, and it's worked out. So if it's a big enough group, I have two instructors, I can do that also. Nice. But our average classes are from 10 to 12. Um, and then we can run them all day long and we have, um, circuit class also it's where you go around the room and box jumps, but include the bands also to give a little variety and then yoga where the Pilates come in. The bands are like Pilates. They're just like when you're on the board, it's like doing a mat Pilates class, a lot of core, a lot of balance. You get lifting in this, you get strength and you get cardio like crazy. It's a very deceiving workout and I love it. And you can make it as easy as you want or difficult as what you want. You could have a beginner athlete to a very advanced. I also do a lot of rehab in here too with clients. So it's variety. That's what I love. Excellent. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds, you know, like, oh, hey, you want this workout here? We're going to throw this and this at you and it's going to be that much harder. Yeah, and it's a hit program. So we're one minute on, 20 seconds off to give a little more flavor to it. Oh, yeah. it's uh, We teach them the move. And if the move doesn't work for them, then we'll adjust it. So it can apply to everybody. Yeah, so options or modifications. Always options. Always. Always modifications, as we know in our world. Yes, yes. Usually, uh, I, like, I like the word options versus modifications. I do, too. Modification sounds like, oh, you're... I know Can't do it. Yeah. it's a level of no I don't like my vacations I like that options yes awesome um, your choice you do the workout you design it customize it to your body and your needs is how I explain it that's right absolutely but like like oh you like well we can do this as an option for you we'll build up to this this and this whatever 
Right. Uh, well, cool, Teresa. I appreciate that analogy and that, uh, you know, it's uh, it definitely sounds like something I'm going to have to try out one time. Yes, uh, you will. <laughs> so walk us through our audience through, you know, kind of like your, I know you, you in a nutshell gave it, but more defined elevator pitch as far as like exactly everything you offer. And then if somebody new were to come into your facility, kind of how would you nurture them or kind of give that initial consult as far as like, are they a good fit? Are we a good fit? Um, you know, from, you know, potential lead to member. So if someone's new, I will watch their body, they'll come in and I'll explain the bands. So you can either put on the sky bands, there's three bands you can hang on your handle. And that's the heaviest it goes. I mean, you can move away from the anchor or move closer in for the resistance not to be too much. So I'll, I'll watch their body movement and body awareness and teach them. I mean, it's just like anyone that can do a chest press or a lap pull down or squats. I make sure the knees are over the ankle. If they don't get it, then I just have them do the arms. So I don't want to complicate or compound movements if they're new. So I'll just give them the arms. But they have a choice of one band, two bands, or three bands. So I always start everybody out with one band. And the closer you are to the anchor, the easier it is. I mean, everyone could do a bicep curl or a pull back with your arm or side uh, shoulders. So the movements are easy. And then they get a little more advanced as you progress on taking the classes but when you first come in it's basic very basic like a, a lunge with a bicep curl stabilized lunge and so you're isolating every muscle in your body we just try to cue 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 is the word and we walk around and we'll adjust if they let us we'll adjust them but my biggest thing is form if they're not getting it then i'm like okay like if say they join a class and it's busy and they're not getting it, then I'll just say, come back tomorrow and I'll work with you by myself. And they love that. And I've done that with some people for free. And then I'll get you back into the class that I think you need to be. And usually people will write me like what classes for me. I have beginning class, basic class and an advanced class. So that's how I work with it. Yeah. Options for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to, if you want a good cardio workout, you could do squat jumps. If you don't, you just do the squats without the jump. You don't have to do the run or the high impact. But when you hold the bands, it's easier on the knees and easier on the joints. They find out, so it's awesome. But you still get an incredible cardio workout. Just like, say, running versus knee ups. You still get your heart rate up no matter what. So there's always a beginning level to an advanced level. Yeah, so lots of either, you know, regressions or progressions, I guess. If we'll Correct. Yeah, Progress progressions. <laughs> I feel like that went better. Yeah. Yes. Keep it in uh, the word bank. Yeah, uh, so anyone, everyone can be in the same class and at different levels. And I love that no one really compares and everyone helps each other in here. The community, so I was Fort Collins Club forever, for 25 years. And I didn't think there were people outside of that club. I mean, I knew a lot. And then I come up on my own and met a whole new community. And, you know, people followed me too, but it's like, oh, there's people outside my Fort Collins world. And it's been awesome. That's the best part of it is the people. And then they come in here and they make friends and it just, 
trickles down. We have a good time. Yeah, community is everything, especially like when you have multiple people in there. So yeah, they become your families. And then I have an active agers. I call them activate agers. I think they're from 65. Some are 65, some, but the oldest is 86. Oh, wow. And they balance. They're amazing. I've, they've been with me. There were six that started out six, and now there's 10 to 12 that are consistent. And they love the circuit too. Yeah, this is what they look forward to. Like if I have to cancel because it's snow or something, they're like, um, let's find another day to do it. Right. So, like I say, it's from every age group you can imagine. I pull from. Yeah. Awesome. That's amazing. Um, so, you know, with board 30, you know, you, you've been in business for a little while now and everything. Um, and then with your experience on top of that, you know, kind of, you know, walk our listeners through, you know, what are some, what are some of your goals this year and maybe the next like one to two years, you know, that you want, want to see with board 30. So of course I want my studio to always grow more members are always a bonus. It's hard to get the word out. Still, people don't know. I've done Insta. You do Insta. You do. I do all like the, um, we have a lot of runs up here, half marathons, and I'll put my board out there and display them there. So I've done every showcase. I've done every marketing too, you can imagine. Um, I do have a lot of competition here, which is fine, but I still have to reach a lot more people to be known not a lot of people know board 30 like an orange theory well they're corporate and they have all the commercial you know they can get the word out now i'm sure they started like we did so my husband and i bought 10 percent into the company because we believe in it so with my studio goals i always want to grow that's just no brainer grow with people grow with money um with the company we want to open up more franchises around the world when covid came we had 15 opening um new york tennessee there's other five other states and they all backed out mm -hmm. but they're going to come back on board oh, on board soon i hope Right. Uh, we also do videos. We do a mini board. And so you go to Board 30 Global and you'll see a mini board. And we have a um, videos, like 30 of them that we produced over the years that um, have been very successful. And we are on the home net show with the boards and they're a sellout. So this weekend, we're doing videos. We're doing about 15 of them with the mini boards um, to get more that they can choose from. And that's our goal to pick up the mini boards too. And then eventually sell the company like everybody does and get the company money, but always keep my studio. This is my love. This is my baby besides my kids and my dog, but <laughs> I'll always keep a studio, but eventually one day, that's our goal in the big picture. That's a great picture to paint. Yeah, uh, it's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's exactly what, you know, my old uh, uh, friend slash, um, he was my boss at the time. He owned the area of Oklahoma, him and his business partner, and they opened up, I don't know, like 13 studios or something like that. And then okay. yeah, that's, yeah. So well, we want over 150 or so, but yeah, 
You want to over 150 studios? Yeah, we have a ways to go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're just trying to figure it out. There's been the highs, there's been the low. We had Tom Brady want our mini board. He wanted us to design it because he had all those bands. So my Fleury flew out there and met with Tom Brady and designed the board. And then when they decided not to, because Tom was all about bands. So that was our biggest all right, I am highlight. And then it Tom fell Brady through. Fan. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> that was the biggest highlight of our company. Fleury was very excited. Met him. Um, we've had a lot of highlights. It's just that right person and the right timing as anything is. Mm-hmm. But do I believe in this workout? Yes. And especially as I age, I don't need heavy weights on my body. I don't need the pressure on my joints for me. I'm a big runner and this is how I keep running. Elongate yeah, your muscles. Yeah. So I love bands. Yeah. Awesome. Obviously. Um, well, cool. That's uh, that's some big aspirations goals. I love it. Um, so kind of diving more into like the business side of things, you know, obviously everybody wants to grow, everybody wants to get bigger and, you know, that community niche. So, you know, kind of walk me through like, what's, you know, what's driving in leads right now for you? How are you getting your leads? Oh, my body is a, a big one because that's how I do all my business through mind body um class pass has been a really good you know the class pass for you to go to different gyms and i really like that i think it's helped a lot because some people have dropped class pass and joined me instagram still a huge thing a lot of people will see on insta um and then word of mouth those are the four major ones right now of the driving of the business is what i see yeah um so with, you know, the, those areas of, you know, lead gen, you know, how has the generation been coming? You know, um, I don't know if you're a numbers person or not. Every gym owner is a little different, but, you know, do you feel you're getting 20, 30, 40 leads a month, a week, a couple weeks, two months, you know, kind of walk us through, you know, like how, how has that been working for you so far? I was, you know, class, like I said, class passed it a free month mm-hmm. and I've had, probably 15 a week which has been crazy usually i'm 15 a month of word of mouth or you know we're we're slow growing it's not like it's um the words out there yet right in this town we're over 150,000, but when they come in there they love it but i think um class has been that well that free i've gotten so five this month from ClassPass that has signed on. So, yeah, I just haven't found anything that is like, wow. Like people promise, like, I'll do your website. I'll do this. It's just, yeah. it's not that way here. It's not that way being on North Town and, and surrounded by 15 other gyms, which I love. We all support each other. It's not that. But we get probably five to 10 a month to join. Now, if I can keep that going, it's great. It's perfect. But you have to keep your other members also. So people move or they decide to join somewhere else, you know. But with my members, I would say I am at a 85% of the members who have been with me from the beginning. They have not left, which says a lot. It does. Yeah. 
I've had people move. So the reasons they leave, I have a couple because they just need something else. But the reason they leave is because they move. That was the biggest one. Yeah, so, I've had a lot of those too when I was managing different studios and stuff like that. It's like, you can't you can't really object to that. It's like, oh, hey, like- no, okay. <laughs> come visit and then use your membership. Right, yes, exactly. Okay, I'll take that one, but- get a mini board and get on the videos and you can still have it. And they do. I have people that live in Florida and come back here and they buy a video and then um, get a video subscription and then buy a mini video or a mini board. Sorry. And they have it out there and they'll do that. That's yeah. how they are. Yeah. If, if you have the means then, you know, do it. Exactly. So it's nice that we have options and that came through COVID. We were going to do hotels with the mini board. That's how it all started. And then COVID came along, and so we ended up doing the mini boards. She's a brilliant lady, the CEO, Flurry. She's brilliant. Her mind is always going. That's good. Yeah. So to have her on my side is awesome. Yeah, it's it's helpful to have a, a you know a, a CEO or whoever to kind of paint a vision of you know where things are going and how they're going to get there, and you know keep people like you that are you know obviously buying the 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 license and whatnot you know inspired to continue to keep going. And that's exactly, there's a few times I'm like, okay, I can't do this. Yeah. Talk to me and motivate and something new will come up. You just have to be positive and hang in there and just believe it. What's meant to be what meant to be. Yeah. hundred percent. So, you know, you touched, you know, a little bit on, you know, you mentioned like, you know, you've done everything in the book when it comes to like marketing, you know, kind of, you know, help me understand a little bit more, you know, have you done paid advertising, like Facebook leads, Facebook ads? Yes, I've done 300 a month. I've done for Facebook leads. I've done um, door-to-door um, flyers. I paid someone to do that. I've done newspaper leads. I've done the college leads. I've done posters. I've done Women Inc. where you go around and you talk about your businesses. And that's helped. It's all helped. It's all getting your name out there um i think i've done it all i think facebook was pretty good but not for the money that you put out and for the outcome so i've been just concentrating on like i say instagram has been the hugest Mm -hmm. you have to keep up on that and that is not my favorite yeah i have to do trade outs i use the college girls to do it that's been a bonus but yeah, my favorite is training, getting the people in here and training them. That's my love. Yeah. yeah. Marketing. It's not the money. My husband does that. No, I'm not a numbers person. I love people that come in here. Let me make them feel better mm-hmm. when they walk in. Then, you know, when they better than when they walked in. So when they walk out, their day's way better. Yeah. That's my goal. It's put their smile on their face and feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. But I know as a business owner now it's not just that <laughs> unfortunately no it's a lot more yes it, i've learned a lot which has helped me grow yeah and i'm a late bloomer because i'm way older than you and <laughs> been through a lot more yes and that's okay i uh i, I still struggle with the social media do you I, oh yeah i i, I call myself like the uh the dinosaur of modern times. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Then what am I? 
That, no, no, that's just me. I, I, I'm, there's a time that I cannot be on my phone. I'd do it. Like I would much 100%. rather fill my brain with books or, you know, podcasts or, you know, motivational speeches, things like that. I, I would much rather 100%. do that than, you know, scroll through Facebook and Instagram all day long, you know, but 100%. The way I know, the not our generation. And thank goodness I have my daughter to help me, even though she doesn't like it. But thank goodness I have my kids to guide me. Um, she's, she's good at it. Yeah, but that's my fiance is like really good. Oh, that's handy to have. Yeah, I I don't think I've made a post on Facebook in over a year. Oh wow. <laughs> and you don't own your own business then. Not I know not. I'm lacking at it, but exactly. <laughs> But it would be one of those things where it's like, well, you got to hop on with the times and just learn as you go and, you know, all these you do. and everything else. And that's what I've learned. You, you can't just sit back and they come to you. You've got to get it. You've got to go out and be aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to, especially, you know, with the area that you're in and you have so much competition, it's like you can't let your foot off the gas because once you do... Yeah. All those other people are gonna throttle forward, and then now exactly. it's like catch up again. And that's our, what I'm finding out. Yeah, yeah. what um, the statistics say is true. And now I kind of ignore that Insta, Insta, do Instagram, Instagram, and it's true. Yeah, well, and like you know, for we'll just use Orange Theory as an example. Like, obviously, they're much, much bigger, but they've also been around since you know what, 2009, 2008. Um, yeah, not that long. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like everybody's doing Facebook, everybody's doing Instagram. They're doing, if you're big enough, maybe you're doing national advertising, you know, just there's so many different things now that are ever evolving and upcoming. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. We're out in Asia also in Europe. So that helps us. That's, That's another niche we have with the boards mm-hmm. to yeah, start. Our fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So That's another avenue we have. Good, good. I worked yeah. with a lady that was the very first, um, I guess, quote unquote, um, female coach, head coach, regional coach for Orange Theory. So it's kind of cool to pick her brain. And she's been like all over the country and, you know, different, different, you know, um, countries opening up studios and stuff. So that was a, a good uh, egg to pick and whatnot when I was in that realm. Yeah. To have a mentor like that is incredible. That's like Flurry. She's been all over the world showing her board. And just to hear her stories, is just incredible. Uh, we were, me and my husband, were the first to open in the United States for her. Oh, really? Oh, there you go. You guys are, you know. That's why have, we have that connection, yeah. yeah. Little corner of Fort Collins, at, Fort Collins in the garage. I was a, a very first to open the business. So that's been fun. Yeah. No. Yeah, it, we've been on a journey, that's for sure. <laughs> And we're still on it. And that's okay. What else would I be doing? (laughs) This is what I love. If you love it, it's never, you never work a day in your life if it's what you love. That's exactly right. And I don't. Yeah, my husband's (laughs) like, really? You're going to work? You're going to go play? Yep, I am. Going to go play. Going to go play. (laughs) Um, So, you know, obviously you guys have plans to open up you know, many, many studios over the course of X amount of time, you know, with, you know, time coming, you know, when, when do you guys think you're going to eventually drop the hammer on, you know, location, you know, X, Z, 50? 
That's a question for Flory, but I mean, I'm a, a big part of it, but mm -hmm. if we had a crystal ball, I could tell you, but yeah. hopefully in the next year, we hired a better company that's going to guide us. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get 10 a month and start. Start really growing. Start really growing from this company that we're with now. Um, we can make a, a dent into the States. Yes. And people come here from like California or Wisconsin I had last week or Kansas. And they're like, why don't we have one in our state? I'm like, open one. <laughs> you can too open one. But like I said, she, you have to have the criteria. And she's very strict on who she lets in and picks. Because as you know, you have to have the business, the fitness. So it takes a perfect storm to open up the studio. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too, you know, to, to her point and your guys is like, if you just let anybody and everybody open up a facility, they might not be the best fit. They might not be in, you know, her, how do you say it? Fiori? Flory. Flory. F-L-O-E-R-Y. Flory. It might not be in Flory's best interest to have them be an owner of one of these facilities because, Correct. you know, brand name, you know, the list could go on, but so, you know, it's, you know, or finance or not financial, sorry, um, you know, education, background, you know, you can teach somebody to do X, Y, and Z, but if they don't have the right personality or the right tools to, to, to you know, jive with everybody else, then it kind of, you know, puts a wrench in things. Yeah, it does. And being a licensed franchise, you don't have to follow it so strictly. So you could put bikes in here and do a biking class. When in Florida, they have trampolines and they do trampoline classes with the bands. So you have freedom. So I don't, I think that's a good thing for me. I like freedom, but you're right. You have to pick that right person that can know what to do with that freedom. Absolutely. And keep it board 30 protocol too. So that's where we're trying to find the balance. Yeah. And it'll yeah. come. Absolutely. I mean, she's, oh, yeah. it has every year. Brilliant well, mindset. So, yes. Like I said, it's been an adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you know, we've talked about, you know, what you're doing, things that you love, you know, kind of your goals, you know, some struggles that you're facing currently and stuff like that. You know, I think it's a good point to, I want to open up another question to you for the audience that's currently hearing this, you know, with your experience and your years in business now, and, you know, like you're, you're more of like, I call it like the people passion person, you know, um, what words of advice or wisdom would you give somebody that's looking to start their entrepreneurship in the fitness industry whatever that might be it could be a board 30 it could be football it could be correct you know, gym you know what words of advice would you give somebody i would say do your homework like do do your homework location do you have the right people working for you do you have a list of people that you want that are as passionate as you yes they're not going to be paid as well or or but take care of your people and they will i haven't lost anyone two people since i've been open instructors which is incredible take care of your people but i think do your homework look what ren is look what triple net is i didn't know the difference of that and triple net got me in trouble because they keep raising it <laughs> and i'm not happy oh. um but that happens i think location location parking have a big space for parking um yeah and you have a good product you're set to go but uh, yeah 
just know what you're getting into. It's not like just opening the doors, do your homework, get the numbers and figure it out, have a plan. Or I just opened and went, okay, let's do it. <laughs> right. Just, hey, here, here's a building, here's some equipment, run. And Yep, yep, yep. Paid cash for everything, so no debt, so that's good. It doesn't yeah, take is, much. Yeah, doesn't take much for the opening of board thirty because it's bands and the boards and mats, mm -hmm. you know, and a little sky band hanging and string. So it's not like an orange theory where you need all that equipment. You can eventually add it on, like add weights in there, but yeah, get your clientele built up a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, ease into it. Yeah, orange theories. I put all your decks and went back at yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they do great not to compare, but that's what we have to compare to, right? Yeah. But so there's you know, kings out there right now, which is awesome. They give a good business, but yeah, we do better. Is, uh, customization is, is always nice because it gives you a little more variety than, you know, same standard workout that might change inside the workout. But you could do, like you said, you could add bikes, you could do all sorts of different things, you know, maybe a bench in there, maybe like some plyo, some, you know, whatever you guys are currently doing, you can always customize. Yeah. And still have our board 30, which is my bread and butter because it's so different. It's so different and it's so good for you. I don't want to just be different. I want to be effective. Yes. That's what it is. It has changed my body. I'm not injured. Like I'll be 60 this month and I'm still doing my marathon or trail running. 20 miles and I just feel good way better than when I was younger and just pounding the weights mm -hmm. yeah so it's 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 a, a balance in my body now that I haven't had everything well, fires it's clearly working because you don't look at day before 45 so thank you <laughs> very welcome I appreciate that absolutely so uh, yeah definitely do your homework with everything but like I say the people you hire are the face of your company and when you're not there, they have to represent you. Absolutely. I have some incredible people. Like, they think they own the studio. <laughs> like, when I walk in, I'm not the owner they are. I'm like, take over. And it's awesome. Always a good feeling. Yes, it is. Because awesome. I, I can leave for two weeks, and I have some good people that will treat it just like it's their gym. Studio, awesome. I should very say. Nice. Yes. yes. Those are some hard people to come by. Uh, it is too. I've been very blessed in that area. Very blessed. Good. Yeah. Ever since the old COVID, it's, I feel like everything's just been a little more difficult. It has. It really has for everyone. But yeah. Awesome. Well, Teresa, last thing here before we wrap up is I always want to give a shout out to your facility. So for anybody out there listening, how can they reach your facility? Instagram, Facebook, website, go ahead and give a shout out. It's board30fc.com. And then my website is board, B-O-A-R-D, 30fortcollins.com. So go to the website. Instagram is just board30fc. Um, you could also go to board30global and see our mini boards and our subscription to videos there. So Come see me if you're in the area. If not, look up 430 Global and you'll find out where all, all the franchises are, licensed franchises are. Awesome. And you can go visit their studios because they're my peeps too. <laughs> one team, one dream, right? Exactly. 
I like that. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, well, for everybody out there listening, that is Teresa's story. That's her experience. That's what she's doing. A uh, very customizable workout for anybody and everybody, even if you're an active ager or, you know, you're a young sprung chicken, this is really anybody's workout. So, uh, yes, it is, Adam. Yes, it is. <laughs> well put. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> for everybody out there listening, go check out her facility if you're in the Fort Collins area, or obviously you can go check out any facility that's you know up and running. But uh, most importantly, if this story inspires you, if you're a gym owner out there and you want to, you know, give your perspective on the industry and everything that you're doing, maybe some struggles or opportunities um, or successes, you know, feel free. Click on the link below. Type in your info. We'll be in touch. But until then, y'all, that's been another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. Gym Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.